0: Oh, God so loved, the world
1: that he gave us is one and only
0: Son to save us. Whoever believes in him will live forever. Bring all your failures, bring your predictions, come lay them down at the foot of the cross. Jesus is waiting there. With open arms For God's soul the world that he gave Through one and only Son to say Whoever believes in him Will live forever The power of hell Forever defeated Now it is well I walk in freedom. For God, God so loved, God so loved the world. Praise God, praise, God, praise God, God, from whom all blessings flow. Praise Him, praise Him for the wonders Lord. of His love. Praise, praise God. Praise God from whom all blessings flow. Praise Him, praise Him for the wonders of His love. For God so loved the world that He gave us His one and only Son to save us. For God so loved the world that He gave. One and only son to say but whoever believes in him will live.
1: Praise the Lord. It's chat time again.
0: Yes, praise the Lord. It is chat time once again. Now, this week, we're going to continue to discuss current events and scriptures.
1: Praise the Lord. So, we're going to talk about, you know, current events this time. Uh, I do have one article I want to touch on a little bit that ties in with our last program, our program from last week. But did anybody ever wonder where things come from? Our sayings, our phrases, you know, they call, they say... Um, They call them idioms or biblical idioms. You ever wonder where some of them, I'm going to put one out there for you. Bite the dust. You've heard that phrase before. Boy, he just bit the dust, you know. Well, that means to fail or to stop existing or, or, you know, and the origin actually is from Psalms 72, verse 9. And it says, They that dwell in the wilderness shall bow before him, and his enemies shall lick the dust. So maybe it doesn't say exactly bite the dust, but it means the same thing. Yep. Bite the dust, lick the dust, that's the same thing. It's dust in your mouth. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so now I want to continue uh, with this article. I I found it from spiritdaily.com, and we were talking about... Our hurts and our sorrows and our last week and maybe the week before, we're talking about how, you know, even if it's emotional hurts or family hurts or financial hurts or whatever it is, you know, God can go back in time and heal that. And um, this article from Spirit Daily is talking, I guess, sort of like about physical uh, healing. And many people in this world have physical ailments, you know, some worse than others and everybody, all of us, everybody no matter who we are, no matter you know, even if you maybe smoked in the past or maybe you ate the wrong things or, or you know drank too much or you know, all that contributes to like heart failure or obesity or um, uh, all kinds of diseases cancer and you know, and, and in this article, it says that we were exposed to uh, chemicals or viruses, um, you know, chemicals probably through the food, and chemicals probably if you're addicted to drugs or alcohol or, or whatever, and smoking, you know, whether no matter what it is, you're smoking whether, whether tobacco or other than tobacco, and then, you know, sometimes through your genes, you can't help things that are passed down in your family line Um, or, you know, through drugs or through how you were brought up. Maybe you've got some vulnerabilities, you know, weaknesses, maybe weaknesses in your body because of the genes or weaknesses because you just can't do things like you used to do and, and it can cause a health repercussion, but, you know, God can rectify that God can fix that for you, and the Lord can heal such if we ask him to and i hate I hate to say this because then sometimes it puts a damper on people's prayers because it says, if it's in god's will
2: to heal us right and and I don't. He shouldn't put a damper in a person's Prayer when we say if it's God's will because he'll let us know I mean not everybody's In the same situation that Paul was in Where he says my grace is Sufficient but the thing About it is no matter what Condition we find ourselves in The Lord will take us Through it it's like it, 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 We will Overcome through through Christ and So You know, uh, just as long as he doesn't say no, then the answer is yes.
1: So, you know, uh, we seek healing, and it's virtually always for something that's wrong, something that's a negative, something that we want changed, either in our body, in our life, in our home, in our family, in our job, whatever it is. Um, But what about... Preventative spiritual medicine, you know, not just what we eat, but what we take in spiritually. Are we reading the word? Are we praying? Are we seeking after the Lord? You know, and uh, God can go back in time and change the mistakes that we have made so that we have a fresh start. I think I was listening to a, a preacher not too long ago that was talking about, you know, some people, and I included sometimes, feel like you've done something so wrong you know while i didn't do anything to murder anybody or uh hurt uh physically hurt some i wasn't in jail you know stuff like that but i've made mistakes i've made terrible mistakes and and i'm feeling sometimes that i'm i'm just so uh not unworthy but uh too broken to be fixed you know because i i'm so damaged sometimes you know but God can make up for lost time and we can have a fresh start because he says so in his word that every day you wake up, his mercies are brand new. Right. Every morning. Every morning. And he can correct emotional, professional, spiritual mistakes. Uh, but what about the body? You know, these old jars of clay. God can repair us physically. Um, Just the way he repairs relationships or, you know, he repairs us when we receive him into our life. He repairs us. He takes away our sinfulness, the darkness from us, and he brings us into the light, you know. So he can go back into our lives and remedy the mistakes um, caused by premature aging or bodily damage, you know, but um, in prayer... You know, in, in God's time, it, I guess it's timeless. You know, for us, we, we think we count day one, day two, because said, hour one, hour two, yeah, seconds. He said our
2: world like that, but with God,
1: everything is, he's not bound by time. We are, but he's not. So, you know, the point is, is that you just call on him and let him take you through your life and heal you physically. If it's his will and... Uh, someone told me that a long time ago that you know if this is well he 'll heal you, but um, I keep telling the Lord, you took on all those stripes before you even died on the cross. you took on all those stripes because it says in his word, by his stripes, we are healed. He did that, he thought of us before he went to the cross and died while he was being scourged. that was for every sickness every disease every every stripe that he took on was was for our healing you know and and i'll tell him i'll remind him that that's what you did for us you know and it is your will that we we are healed it's your will you know i mean there may be some circumstances where it isn't his will that we be healed like in paul there was another reason you know Right, and
2: sometimes what I'm, what I'm feeling is that you know one person said they go by the word of God, and I guess because maybe the word feeling is too generic, but <laughs> so what I was trying to say is based on my understanding of God's word is mm-hmm. what I meant by what I said, what I was feeling, based on what I could understand of God's word. Say, for instance, if a person is ill, it's not so much that, the, that God won't heal. Say, it's your time. And so, therefore, just like he would tell, like he told Jacob, or even Jacob knew within himself that it was time for him to go. Because he said, you know, gather up all the children so I can let them know what's going to be ahead of them in the last days. So, sometimes, it's not so much that the Lord won't heal you, sometimes it's that it's your time. And he's letting you know that it's time for you to go. You know, that you, you we're not meant, not on this world, it was originally purposed, but after sin, we're not meant to stay here on this world as it is in existence now because God's going to create a new heaven and a new earth because this earth
1: has been tarnished by sin. Right, and so have our bodies. Right. I think some of our bodies have been have been abused and um... tarnished
2: and, and you know the the physical it's, it's like flesh and blood doesn't inherit the kingdom so therefore the lord lets the person know and he prepares us i believe because the saints that i have seen that have, have gone on that have had an illness somewhere in talking with the lord they realize it's their time to go and like this one saint said well when, when he stopped the medication, he said, now, if it's God's will to heal him, he will be healed. But if it's God's will for him to go now, he will go. And so it was the Lord's will for, for him to go. Not so much being ill, but it was his time that the Lord was calling him home. So a lot of things that I've seen saints go through, it's like all of a sudden there's a clarity. And, and though we really wanted them to stay, you know, they're ready to go.
1: Mm-hmm. So anyway, <clears throat> in this article, it's talking about throughout our lives, cells, tissues, organs take a beating, especially when we sin. And it's good to go through one's life and rectify it. And in prayer, you can go over every part of your body and ask the Holy Spirit in the name of Jesus to heal. Heal your brain, heal your eyes, your ears, your neck, your lymph glands, your blood vessels, unclog any veins or arteries, your throat, your heart, your lungs, your stomach, and go on and keep going on down. Your intestines, your colon, your proof. I, I just say, Lord, from the crown of my head <laughs> to the soles of my feet. But because I people- might miss an
2: organ, you know? You I say, know. Oh, <laughs> you forgot the
1: pancreas. <laughs> <things." laughs> so I just
2: say, from the crown of my
1: head to the soles of my but feet. But you know Lord what? You know, an individual Look, will know why they're praying for that individual part of their body. I know, but that might have <clears> be If the they're cause. afflicted. Right,
2: they might be, but they might be praying for. Uh, the the lungs and it could be the heart. So I just say from the crown, it could be the circuit, it could be the nervous system. You don't you don't know. Well,
1: I mean, if you've got diabetes, it could, it, you know, you can pray over that. Or if you have a specific kind of cancer and the doctor tells you what the specific cancer is, you know, you ask in the name of Jesus and ask the Lord to heal it and and ask for forgiveness in abusing the temple of the Holy Spirit, which is what your body is after you're saved. Right, you know, and pray until, until you, yeah, yes, Lord, to heal and to mend, because uh, because
2: of the condition of the world and because of what sin has brought, man has
1: uh, everything physical and it's has because, been affected by sin, and it's because of God's grace that we we were healed. It's because right. of God's grace that we're forgiven. It's because of God's grace that we're saved. It's because. It's because of his grace. So when I feel like I'm, you know, I'm too damaged to be fixed, it's only, it's his grace that fixes me. It's his grace that comes in and and helps. So, uh, so, it's, so for example, it says if you smoked, you go back and ask the Lord to forgive you for smoking and then ask and pray and ask for the Holy Spirit to, you know, and intercede for your lungs and to heal them. If you drank too much, focus on your liver so that you don't have any kind of liver disease. If you ate the wrong things on your stomach and colon, and I know now, too, if I eat the wrong things... That's why you just bless your food and eat it. That's the, that's the healthiest
2: food you can have. You, you can eat an all-vegetarian diet too, and, and, and claim that it's all healthy.
1: You forget to bless it, you might as well have But then, steak. too, the article says that there's a genetic... Um, history that we have, you know. Yeah, but that's the same. That that's, we
2: inherit things. But that falls under the same. That's why you bless it. You know, all falls under that category. All falls under, Lord, you heal us. You mend us. You see this this body of clay, Lord. You and then too, to then there correct there are the, the And flaws. then,
1: too, there are other things that need to be healed. So, like, if you have jealousies, or if you're bitter about things, if you're angry, if you feel, if you feel hurt uh, if you fail to forgive someone um, if and, and these if things, you've got they... this unhealthy anxiety you know it's it's uh,
2: but it will grow see the enemy comes to try to the enemy comes and the Lord allows because nothing happens without God allowing it but the enemy comes to try and find a person's weakness, I mean, sometimes the person wonders, now that I'm saved why am I going through this particular trial? Why am I being attacked in this particular way? And then when you you think back on, examine yourself and you think back on how you were before and then you have to remember to crucify your flesh and to die daily because the enemy will come in and those old insecurities, those old habits, those old ways of old ways of thinking, uh, that self-will, that spirit of iniquity might try to creep in, and the enemy's hoping that your love for the Lord, your dedication to God, isn't as sincere as, as you say it is, and then you really have to you have to keep your eyes on the Lord. You have to pray. You have to recommit yourself to the Lord. You have to, you have to gird up the loins of your mind. That's what the Lord said. Then you have to gird up your loins. Then you have to set your, your feet on um, solid ground on the word. And then you, you put on the whole armor of God because we are in a spiritual warfare. And the enemy comes after us. And the enemy's coming in for the kill. So a lot of things that the enemy comes against us with, when you say, where did that thought come from? Uh, why am I being tormented or plagued with these particular thoughts, emotions, or feelings? Then you have to say, well, Lord, I'm going to have to make sure that I crucify my flesh. Because what Pastor used to say, she used to say, once something is dead, it's dead. You can slap a dead man all day long, and there will be no reaction. So when you're dead to, to sin, when you have closed your heart to sin and opened up your heart to God, the enemy's coming to see whether or not. It's true. And, yeah. and, and so you just have to give everything that you have over to the Lord. But realize, because, you know, I thought about the children of Israel walking through uh, the dry ground, through the Red Sea. But on either side of them was that wall of water. And I was thinking about the sharks and the whales <laughs> and the stingrays, all, all those predatory Fish. you know, they probably were looking at people thinking, boy, I can, if I could just reach through this just wall, water I would have mm-hmm. a meal. You know, we could eat for, for days on these folks, but the Lord didn't allow it. And I think about how David said, yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death. It's like the enemy's always around, always present, always there, trying to attack the saints.
1: Well, I guess the bottom line is that... Just seek after the Lord. Um, He can heal years. I mean, I don't care if it's like 50 years of addiction or uh, crippling spirit or whatever it is. There's hope. There's hope. And um, all you have to do is do a couple of things. You go to the Lord and ask for healing. Whatever was damaged, whatever you damaged because of your actions, whatever was damaged because of genes, whatever was damaged for whatever reason and and ask the lord for to heal it and then ask for guidance and direction ask right. the lord what should i do how sh- you know how do i change my habits right. how do i tell me what to do and he'll do it right. you know to he'll order, give you some- to order
2: your steps and if it doesn't seem as if anything's happening anytime soon you have to make it up in your heart This is where you're talking to the Lord. Lord, you know my heart that I love you. Now, a lot of people say the Lord knows my heart. You have to go a little further than that. Because if your heart is wicked, the Lord knows your heart. And that's true. But you have to be able to say, Lord, you know my heart. My heart belongs to you. No matter what the enemy is saying, no matter what thoughts it's bringing to my mind, Lord, I rebuke the enemy in the name of Jesus. You know my heart. I circumcise the foreskin of my heart. My heart belongs to you. The enemy does not want you to come to that realization because when Jesus was being tempted, the enemy came and talked to his mind, but he knew who he was. And you have to know that we are God's children. You have to know who you are in the Lord. You have to know that you love the Lord. You have to know that you place none above him and that there's none beside him, so that whatever trial you're going through is not greater than God and is not equal to God.
1: And the same thing with unforgiveness, because I think as a result of unforgiveness, we have a lot of illnesses in our body, you know, uh, physical illnesses, not just anxiety or it affects us mentally, or emotionally, it affects us physically. Unforgiveness, whether you believe it or not, mm-hmm. uh, can affect you in your natural body. Right. Look
2: at Nabal. When, when you are unforgiving and you are spiteful and hateful, when his wife told him, after he had partied hardy, and uh, he, he was sober the next day, and she told him that she gave David and them the, the sheep and the loaves, bread. his spirit dried up in him. He was so upset, and he died not long after. Physically, it affected him physically.
1: And so with unforgiveness, you have to make up your mind that, you know, like you were saying mm-hmm. uh, to the Lord, you, you know I love you. You know I love you, and you know I, I'm forgiving that person. You know you know my heart. You know in my heart I forgive that person. But But sometimes it just... It's hard because you can be
2: angry and sin not. This is what people don't understand. They think forgiveness means that you're almost giving the guy a, a get out of jail
1: free card, and that's that's that's, that's not what you And doing. it's okay to not talk to the individual. I mean, you forgive them, but you might not ever associate with them as long as they are
2: in the state that they are in. See, when the Lord said, you, you, you turn the other cheek, they slap you one time, you turn it, and slap you another time. And that's the only... He said twice. You know, we know we got four cheeks, but he said the two. So if they say, hit you on one cheek and hit you on the other, the Lord said that's sufficient because you know they haven't changed their ways. And as long as they're in that state, you separate yourself. Right. Even though even though you're not asking God to pass judgment on them, you just don't want to be
1: connected with something that's not for your good. Right. So that that's about, you know what we had I, I think that pretty much wraps up about healing and and but i wanted i, I just wanted to tell everybody that there there god can go back in time it's not hopeless it's not i don't care how long you you've had an issue uh with anything you know it's it's not too hard for god
2: right. um, Amen.
1: so anyway i want to just squeak in one more little article, and it's talking about this uh, from ChristianHeadlines.com. It's, you know, they have faith-based movies like War Room and Courageous and stuff. Well, a new one is coming out, Life Mark. It's called Life Mark. And Hollywood Studios rejected that movie because it has a pro-life message to it. So they all turned the film down it uh released it's going to be released in theaters for one week um which
2: theaters all theaters special theaters
1: i think it's for um can
2: they go streaming <laughs>
1: for one in it says in theaters for one week beginning september 9th and it tells the story of an 18 year old high school teenager David, who's faced with a dilemma when his birth mother reaches out wait, wanting to meet him. The film follows his journey and that of his birth mother, Melissa, who had chosen adoption over abortion. It's based on a true story. It sounds like it would be and interesting. It stars Kirk Cameron, Rebecca Rogers, uh, Don Long, Justin Sternum, Marissa Hampton, and Kendrick. Anyway, Alex Kendrick, but... Um, I I just thought that was worthy of noting. So it's going to be in theater. What's the name of the movie again? Life Mark. Life Mark. Life Mark. And that pretty much ends our program today.
0: Praise the Lord and let everything that have breath praise the Lord. This week's verse of the day comes from Romans 8 and 13. For if ye live after the flesh, ye shall die. But if ye through the Spirit do mortify the deeds of the body, ye shall live. Now, ain't God all right?
1: God is all right. Praise the Lord. Last week's food for thought was who did Michael the archangel contend with and why? And the answer is, contended with the devil over the body of Moses and that can be found in Jude chapter 1 verse 9 which reads yet Michael the archangel when contending with the devil he disputed about the body of Moses durst not bring against him a railing accusation but said the Lord rebuke thee this week's food for thought is because the Lord loves you what does he do for you Hint, the Bible, and that's food for thought.